Hey. Hello. We're talking about LinkedIn today. So LinkedIn, it's a great social platform, but it is really built and designed for networking and it works exceptionally well for B2B leads. So how can you cut through all the millions of professionals that are on this platform? Because <laughs> there's a lot and find the qualified people to do business with. Well, we are here to show you seven great tips that's going to help you use LinkedIn to achieve all of your B2B marketing goals. So let's get going. Welcome to Marketing in a Mic. We're here to give you a variety of digital marketing tips, trends, and useful guides all to help you get some business or help your business get results. Yes, that's exactly what it's about. And today we're talking specifically about LinkedIn. So let's get right to it. What is one of the best things that you can do with LinkedIn is, I mean, I'm telling you, this is a simple but very effective thing is to turn your company page into a conversion page. So what would that mean? Well, here's the thing. While it's helpful to provide a giant description about your company and what it represents and all its accomplishments, it's really not going to generate the leads that you may think it would. So your company page really should be a pipeline funnel to just give as many click through opportunities to your website. Yes. And the most important thing is the part of your company description is the first few lines, or that's the most important thing. That's because that's what LinkedIn displays when you decide to click through to view more. So yeah, instead of starting it, yeah, instead of starting it with things that people don't care about, like your office location, your years in business and so on, the first two sentences really need to grab attention. So you could do something like save time and money with or building profitable security for something that's going to catch their attention. Exactly. And so if you do see this, we've got a highlighted here in red. It's the about section here. And it really is. It's two sentences. So that is the hook to your prospect that's going to lead them down the path to finding more about your company. So in addition to those really intriguing first two sentences, you really want to make sure that you include keywords within your page that you want to rank for. So you really want to highlight those specific things right in that beginning part to make sure that they know exactly where to go and what your company is about. Yes, because LinkedIn has really enhanced their search feature. Um, gosh, it last year really has enhanced it. So it really requires you to know about the search queries and what kind of phrases that people are really looking for when they look look for your business. So it's just, it's really similar to SEO because you yeah. can optimize your profile for those long tail keywords to target more specific leads. That's exactly right. So think about this. So let's say you're a real estate agent and you're in Birmingham. So you would want your profile to pop up when somebody is searching for a real estate agent in Birmingham. So that's why it's so important to incorporate those specific keywords in your profile your skills, your description section, and other areas that prospects might look so that you show up when they're searching. That's exact. That's exactly right. Um, I think we say that's exactly right all the time. We do. <laughs> 
Because that's exactly right. It is. That's exactly right, Glenna. So we're going to say it. (laughs) And one of the things, okay, this is a pet peeve of mine. I'm not going to go on my soapbox too much, but I am just a little bit. Do not neglect your profile and cover image. That's your first impression. Oh, my gosh. Don't put your dog or your cat in your profile image. It's like, okay, I'm not doing business with you. Or even worse, don't leave it blank. And that really goes for your profile picture and your um, cover image. Oh, gosh. Oh, doesn't it? I mean, it's there. It's there for you to utilize. So don't leave it blank. So, you know, just make sure the bottom line that every area of your company page is filled out. This goes for your office location, your website, your phone number, your specialties, hashtags, services, so on and so on and so on. And you know, the, another real, real important thing is once you've got that beautiful page up, put some content on it. Publish. Please. Yeah. Publish some content on it. OK, we, we say this a lot, but it matters a lot. Yes, because uh, people use that content for a lot more than you think they do. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Um, you're looking for a new job. Better have some good content on there. Um, if you're an expert, um, have some content because the majority of professionals on LinkedIn, they want content that educates them. Yeah. They don't want to look at a blank page. So strive to publish content on your industry trends and latest developments to keep your connections informed. It also helps to accompany these posts with appro- appropriate conversational text to drive up engagement. Yeah, that's really important too. You know, just po- post something up there that's one thing, but just make sure that you're putting in some thought and what you're putting up and, and, and engage in some conversation. So let's go right on to number two, which this is something that we, you know, I think is pretty darn cool, but uh, is create yeah. showcase pages. And we're going to kind of give you a visual of what we're talking about here, but creating showcase pages is really interesting and really cool. So these are pages that you could create in addition to your LinkedIn company page. They are essentially little niche pages for that kind of separate specific products or services that are designed for really specific audiences. So this is really great if you have different elements of your company that speak to different people or different audiences. Yes, it's kind of like thinking about that exactly right, Glenna. That's exactly right, Sarah, because why (laughs) not every buyer is looking for the same thing or the same has the same pain points. So these showcase pages, which are really cool, can engage different audiences on different levels. Think about it like walking into a library divided by novels of drama, nonfiction, romance, and other genres. LinkedIn showcase pages will allow you to actually host up to 10 different pages. So it's just really cool. Yes. And it's real easy to find. I've got this right here. Uh, when you go to your main page, you can do this little drop down with the work and it's got that little waffle, I call it. Some people call it a hamburger. It's that little drop down. And right there it says create a showcase page. So if you've created a LinkedIn company page, the process is nearly identical when creating your showcase page. So your showcase page will need to have a name, a title, a website URL, a logo, an image. The image specifications is 974 by 330 pixels. And so all these various things, just like a company page. 
Yes. And we've mentioned SEO and keywords and all that. So just like everything else, these showcase pages are definitely SEO friendly. So do not ignore plugging in your keywords into your title and into your description. The key with these showcase pages is to create quality content specific to each page. It's important to note that showcase pages, though, aren't necessary, really, if you have products or services that really just speak to one buyer persona or one type of buyer. So that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's it's good if you've got a lot of stuff that speaks to different different audiences. So, OK, so let's move on to number three. Number three is this is really an important one. I feel like I keep saying that just like exactly right. We have a lot of really yeah. important things to talk about. But number three, which is identify your key decision makers. And you would think that's a no brainer. I'm on here to identify my key decision makers. But connecting with these decision makers can be a little daunting if you don't have specific names or contacts. But LinkedIn has some really great workarounds to find specific decision makers. So first thing you want to do is start by typing in the name of a specific role in quotes, as well as the company name in quotes. And I did that as a little search and it it sure does work really well because what it's going to do is a bunch of people are going to populate and you can click on each one to check out their profile. Yes, it's very, very easy to find somebody. So Now, let's say that you're trying to find someone in a particular role, but you don't know the exact name of who you're looking for. They even make that simple. Mm -hmm. You just simply go to the people tab of any given company page. You will then be presented with potential contacts with job titles and relevant connections. So that's awesome and really, really useful. It is really useful. So, you know, just consider connecting with these people first to help build a natural rapport. So you'll likely want to follow a profile first before connecting it outright. And there is a difference because following someone will just send a notification out there to the new contact minus you having to accept it. So it's really just letting you know that this person is now following you. Yes. And please take note on this. It's it's a less... <laughs> Yeah, it's a less in-your-face approach and a more subtle way to introduce yourself without coming across spammy. And another suggestion, I mean, start commenting on other people's posts and articles that they share if you're interested in um, connecting with them. Do that before you actually send an invitation to connect to somebody who has no idea who you are. Yeah. I mean, it's just that whole thing of be authentic, you know, don't be, let it kind of happen in somewhat organically of instead of, uh, you know, I want to connect with you and then I'm going to put all my stuff in your face. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause you want to buy from me right now, don't you? Right. Exactly. I don't know anything about you, but you want to buy this. So that how all that will help them sort of warm up to your lead. And then they will be more likely to answer a more personalized message that you finally send their way. So just as a reminder, LinkedIn has some really cool enhanced features, and these are such cool filter capabilities, and they help you sort of search key prospects. You can search them by name, by company, by industry, by interest, by gender, by uh, title, all so on and so on. It's, it's super cool. Yes. All right. Number four, please, again, take note, <laughs> refrain from the cold lead approach. 
Oh my gosh, I've fallen for this so many times. <laughs> it, it, it bums me out because I'm like, oh, who's this? And it's like, oh, really? Yeah. All right. So unfortunately, those few bad apples have spoiled the bunch when it comes yeah. to generating cold leads on LinkedIn. I'm tired of them. I know everybody's tired of them. So if your inbox has been saturated with these sales pitches or begin with, hey, I came across your profile, <laughs> followed by a strong pitch about their company, we feel your pain. Yeah. So don't do that. Just don't yeah. do that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it just became where it's like, oh my gosh, the, how do you cut through the noise? So, you know, these cold lead messages, they rarely work. So you really need to lay the groundwork first to build that successful sales funnel. So if possible, try to get an introduction through a mutual connection. So look to see first if they have any common connections with you and then consider sending them a message to introduce you. Yes, exactly. If it's an introduction from a friend of yours and a friend of theirs at mm -hmm. the same time, then that helps a lot. So also know the reason you are messaging specific people. I mean, don't just let it be a cold call. Start by looking at their content, engage with it, be conversational with it, show that you care about what they're really doing. Because doing so shows that you research their prospects and also understand what they're looking for. So just, again, be authentic. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to, this is one of my pet peeves of avoid apologizing or too much jargon or like really lengthy messages. So if you want to, if you start your message with, oh, sorry to bother you or apologies for this. I mean, it really makes you sound unsure of yourself. And, yeah. and I don't even like the ones that say it's like, if I if this isn't the right contact, I apologize. I'm like, you know, it's the right contact. <laughs> you know who you got. And so, you know, just structure your messages, be brief, be clear, and really focus to get straight to the point. Yes. And I hate those ones that they keep coming back and coming back and coming back. So it's like, it's not bad enough that you did it one time, but you... Right. You've done yeah. five or six. So don't do that. Let's and this moves us on to number five. Number five, engage with your connections and your colleagues. A very small action when you're on LinkedIn can have a big impact when you're interacting with connections. I mean, even saying something like congrats on somebody's achievement will help boost your visibility because people are going to be like, oh, that's nice. Who's that? Yeah. Like or comment on their content regularly. You know what? This will help you appear more authentic and shows that you are engaged in what they really have to say. It's it's really true. Those small little gestures go a long way. Um, make sure that you're posting during peak hours on LinkedIn. What are peak hours? Work weeks, work weeks during the day or early afternoon. Uh, the, those are really good times. So work days during the morning, early afternoon, that's your key time to post on LinkedIn. And you know what? Seek help from your friends and colleagues. You, Your own company can be your biggest brand advocate on LinkedIn. Yes, you should, should encourage people you know or your employees to share your content on their personal pages. Because what does that do? That it just expands the reach even more to mm -hmm. their network of connections. So you could also tag colleagues or other people you know in posts and congratulate them regularly on accomplishments. Um, notice what people are doing. This helps give the prospects a visual of the dynamic of your company culture. And people really love to see that, uh, you know, the company camaraderie and that you really care. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Um, so share the love. Yeah. All right. Number six. This is six of seven here, which is participate in LinkedIn groups. Probably thinking, 
have I heard of LinkedIn groups? Am I part of a LinkedIn group? What is this? So it is a great, great tool to use on LinkedIn that helps you kind of grow your contacts organically and be active and participate in the LinkedIn community. Groups are a great way to connect with others who are in a like-minded space and help you build your own expertise within these little niche communities. Yes. And, but you need to have a plan. How about that? Well, joining groups in your industry might be helpful for you to find out more information. It's not likely where you're going to find your key prospects unless they are in your key demographic or buy things from you. So the easiest way to search for groups um, is basically typing in various search terms followed by the word groups in the search bar or by there's actually a filter for groups. You can click on that which will help you out. Yes. I'm going to just kind of give you a little visual of where you can find and discover groups. So again, it's right there in that little waffle hamburger, whatever you want to call it right here. uh, It says groups. And when you click on that, you can discover groups or you can even create your own group. So it is a really, really great tool to use. Uh, By default though, you should know that LinkedIn is going to actually suggest group affiliations based on your interests or brand. Uh, so that doesn't mean you have to go with that. Those are just going to be suggestions based on what they've pulled from your company profile. Exactly. And if you don't want that to happen, you can filter your groups and other categories that are more aligned with your prospects. Additionally, you can edit that visibility for specific groups just simply by toggling display group on profile button to no instead of yes in the interest section of your profile. Yeah. So that just is dependent upon if you want the groups that you're a part of to be vis- like visible or not on your company page. So here's another cool thing you n- may not have known about, which is that you can actually connect your CRM within LinkedIn. So if you want to capitalize on the time you're spending, consider gathering leads this way by integrating your CRM within LinkedIn. So one option is LeadJet, which LinkedIn works with and it integrates with Salesforce, HubSpot, Cooper, Pipeline, if you use any of those, but you can also integrate your own CRM most likely through Zapier, which is a really great tool. Yes, it connects a lot of things. We use that for for quite a bit. Um, All right. And we are to the last but not least point of how to use LinkedIn. Number seven, follow suggested content. And let's make this obvious, create your own. (laughs) You have to create content. All right. This is formally called LinkedIn Pulse. LinkedIn is create a follow fresh perspective section. Now, what does this do? This allows and offers a variety of categories and individuals that you can follow for insight or to connect with. So to locate this, you simply will go to your homepage feed There's always those little three horizontal dots. Yeah, you've got it right there in the far right corner. Yeah, so this is this is exactly how you can find it. So go over there, click on improve my feed, get recommended sources to follow. And then you're going to be brought to the space called follow fresh perspectives. So you might be thinking to themselves, how would I follow fresh perspectives help me generate leads? Well, two things. One, not only can you connect to individuals and influencers within your network, but you can post articles, your own original articles on LinkedIn that can potentially get discovered by a much larger audience. Yes. And if you haven't realized this yet, posting link articles on LinkedIn is going to help you reach a massive audience and establish you as an industry expert, which is what you want to do. 
you post articles directly from your homepage. I think she's showing you that right now. Yep. Where you can actually, that's where you would, where it says write article. Um, as always, make sure you're optimizing though your article for those compelling titles. And we're talking about keywords again. What do you want to attract? Be sure to cross promote your articles on other platforms too. I mean, your audiences may enjoy the same article on platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and, and so on. Yes. So this is a really great tool. I mean, you may not have even notice that button's right there on your homepage where you can publish your own article and write it. So, okay. So these are our seven tips that I think we both think we both agree that these can really help you to use LinkedIn for B2B marketing and generate more quality leads is what it's all about so that you are making good use of your time and not wasting any time on LinkedIn. So if you need help with social media or LinkedIn specifically or any area of your marketing, we'd love to talk to you and see how we can help. Yes. And don't forget that this podcast, you can also find it live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And you can catch us on the replay on Instagram. Also, please do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's a huge resource for businesses and we keep putting new stuff in it all the time. So I think that's it for us this time. And let us know if you need anything and we'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah.